This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Back home again in Indiana And it seems that I can't see The gleaming candlelight Still shining bright Through the sycamores for me The new moon sends all its fragrance Through the fields I used to roam When the moon is shining brightly on the wall I dream about my Indiana So just want to introduce myself. I'm Joey Molinaro, co-host of the Speed Street Pod with Connor Daly. James Hinchcliffe, Alexander Rossi, Tim Durham from Off Track. Uh, Man... We can't thank you so much for being for being here, guys. This is incredible. Great turnout. Um, who's excited up, for May? Can we hear some noise for May? It's May in Indianapolis. Wait, That's for what, what I'm talking about. And uh, I came to this idea with uh, Hinch and Tim about a couple months ago, and I think Hinch said, if we don't do that, that'd be a disservice to every race fan and, and Americans, really. So And beer. And beer. And, so, I think, uh, and I think I said, new phone, who dis? Yeah, Tim did. didn't have my number. Rossi definitely didn't have my number, as we saw on Twitter. And still doesn't. And still doesn't. Uh, you got to speak do up I, a little bit, do Connor. I, do I now? One. It's all right. No, what? but in all seriousness, before we get work. started, we, we came together on this because uh, we're pals and we wanted to celebrate May and celebrate it with you guys. And uh, I look up to all these guys and have for a while. So if you would have told me I would have been up yeah, here on stage with all of them a couple years ago, right, I would have no told you you were crazy. <laughs> But uh, anyways, we're here tonight. We're excited to be here. Thank you for being here. Holly is in the back taking care of drinks right there behind you. Be sure to take care of her, and uh, let's have some fun tonight. And we got to get a ride in, read, right? We sure do, guys. Uh, as most of you know, racing doesn't happen without sponsorships and partnerships. And guess what? 
neither do live shows and podcasts. So we got a couple partners that we need to thank real quick. Yeah! <laughs> Love that enthusiasm. And we want to tell you guys about one of our favorite products. If you listen to Off Track, you've definitely heard about this before. It's called Barkeeper's Friend. Oh. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> guys, it's incredible. It's not just for cleaning kitchens and bathrooms. Which it does great, by the way. He's a natural. <laughs> I still don't think this mic works, if I'm totally honest. <laughs> True. What do we use it for, James? Well, what don't I use it for, Alex? Because Barkeeper's Friend cleans up my old rusted tools and car parts, which, as you can probably tell, I'm a big rusted tools and car parts kind of guy. Big rusted tools. Dude, don't forget about stainless steel grills. Their motto is once tried, always used, because once you try Barkeeper's Friend, you'll never want another cleaning product. You truly won't, guys. Big round of applause for Barkeeper's yeah, Friend. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you so much for your continued support. And then we also need to give a big shout-out to Abacus Racing, because this event is very... It's not time for that yet. Well, this I think that's falls the second one, Back to the agenda. Right, so note this. First ad read, boom, boom. Nope. Then we recap the NDGP and keep it relatively short. Right. And then it's the second ad read. Right, no, so no, follow, no, no, follow no, along. Follow along part. with your eyes. Over here, you'll see second ad read ah, starts after yeah. this one. Oh. Right. You jackass. <laughs> it's a good thing he's good at driving race cars because he sucks at reading scripts. <laughs> I get paid to talk and read stuff now, so just shut up and sit down. Not, this event is proud to be sponsored by Abacus Racing, isn't it, Connor? You're darn right. Abacus <laughs> Racing is a new local Indianapolis-based race team. Running dirt and pavement midgets in the USAC National, Power Eye National, and Extreme Outlaw Midget Series, which I am all awful at. Their driver, Maria Kofer, pilots number 57 for Abacus Racing. Their next race is the Carb Night Classic on May 27th at Lucas Oil Indianapolis Raceway Park. Tickets are still available for that event and can be purchased at www.raceirp.com. And as discussed, racing doesn't happen without sponsorships, which are still available for the 2022 season for Abacus Racing. And more information on that can be obtained at info at teamabacusracing.com. Keep up, Tim. Great work, Tim. <laughs> Great work, Tim. Now do you go? No, we're not done. That's the thing. See why we yeah, don't keep No, that was my bad. <laughs> Abacus Racing has access to hospitality suites at both IMS and IRP that are included in all sponsorship packages along with other sponsorship inclusions. Make sure to follow Abacus Racing on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at, at Abacus Racing to follow the progress of the team and Maria. Now, great. Alex, <laughs> we can go on to the relatively short NDGP recap. A couple of you guys raced in the Indy GP last weekend. Anybody, anybody watch it? Anybody watch the Indy GP? Oh, yeah. Connor, you, uh, you had a pretty good finish. Well, <laughs> honestly, you guys saw more of it than we did, so I saw it. <laughs> Bold really of you know. to assume I watched. <laughs> well, I mean, even if you didn't watch, you saw literally with your eyes more than we did in the car. So oh, fair, that's, fair enough. that's all that matters. So you're trying to say that the rainy conditions led to less than ideal visibility conditions? Yes, I would say that I saw the least amount I've ever seen while behind the wheel. But um, did your diabetes help you navigate? 
It did actually. <laughs> yes. That's a That's super actually, power. Is that a side effect? Yeah. Yes. Know. When you That's purchase cool. it at the it's store. It's like Daredevil, yeah. but with sugar. Yeah, he just uh, smelt the sugar trail along the track. He yeah. dropped a couple. Ah, that was the advantage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the white yeah. stuff. Yeah. On the warm-up lap, he throws a couple sugar packets outside of the car in key areas, like well, break here. So break. No, I smell the sugar. No, it's sweet tarts. You just, oh, yeah. perfect. <laughs> it's like Joe Tanto with his quarters. Of course. I use sweet tarts. Right. Yeah. Sweet you're like a Pez dispenser, and you're just spitting well, them out on I the warm-up lap. I'm not an idiot. so yeah. No, you're not. Well, So anyway, I used my diabetes superpowers to navigate across the racing circuit, even though we couldn't use our eyes. Um, and, yep, it turned out to be a nice day. But I can't complain. Alex, how was your day? <laughs> Look like Alex can use anyway, diabetes. Well, let's just move right along. Yeah, um, first time somebody wished they had diabetes right here. <laughs> That's not true. I'm glad I don't have a disease. Um, <laughs> glad, glad your pancreas works yes, properly. Yes, correct. Um, yeah. No, I mean, keep it relatively short. It was a waste of time. Don't know why I did it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, hey, we're kicking off the month of May, so that's cool. So go us. <laughs> All right. Actually, I want to ask the audience a question here because I think this is relevant. <laughs> we, we, talk, we talk about how, you know, the month of May, you know, it starts with the GP yes. and it's important to get that momentum or whatever. Yep. How, do you feel that the GP really helps set the tone for the rest of your month? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no. So what's the opposite of, like, momentum? Like, like quicksand? A yeah. boat anchor. There, I mean, there's a scientific word I want to use, but I'll yeah. get canceled if I say it, so I'm not... <laughs> yeah, nope, don't, nope, like, nope, in the, nope, in the, nope. In the context, nope, nope, there's... Nope. And then there's... I no, like doing this podcast, there's and I don't no, want it to stop. Nope, don't I, I use don't that. Okay. Nope. But like, <laughs> I don't you know, know the word. But you know how I mean it, too. Yeah, oh, no, but, but I like doing this podcast, Okay, James. not momentum. <laughs> yeah, no, so, like, we got a lot of that. Okay, so <laughs> right now. So does that um, make you worried? No, it's fine. Uh, honestly, guys, like the the Indy GP does kick off the month of May. We're we're happy um, to be able to do it. You know, it's an important part of our season, part of the calendar. But ultimately, the month of May starts tomorrow. That's when we're on the real racetrack doing the real things. So it all doesn't matter what happened yeah. in the past. Can't wait to get on track at 9 a.m. tomorrow, Connor. Well, I mean, yeah, our cars could have burned to the ground yesterday, and you still jump in another one tomorrow ready to win a race at the end of the month. So, um, you know, thankfully, it is quite a separate, um, you know, activity that we, we have going on for the rest of the month. But it does feel nicer because if it didn't go well, then everyone comes up to you during the next two weeks, and they're like, well, hey, we're sorry about um, the, the last weekend. But now it's kind of like... Since it went well, they're like, hey, that was nice. Instead of, must be nice. hey, you sucked. And I was like, all right, That's thanks. cool for you. Well, Alex, you already have a trophy for this month, so everyone comes <laughs> up to you with cool things to sign, so it's fine. Selling a little or a lot? <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. All right, uh, Joey, what, uh, what's your month been like so far? You're living out at the track. Living out at the track, have not popped Connor's inflatable hot tub yet, even though it's been very tempting. It will come. Right by it, it will happen. Yeah. I don't, that, Wait, that would yeah, be really can we, mean. Can we also dive into this hot tub situation? I wouldn't. It's very shallow. Yeah, yes. fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> I walked into that one. Also, a short recap on the hot tub situation going on. Yeah, Connor, on. why don't yeah. you tell us about the, con- the, the Connor's hot tub program? I think most of my friends are pretty inebriated when this discussion started. Um, and Not we you, did, though, right? No, no. I don't yeah. drink alcohol ever. Nice. Um, and I, it is a lie. Uh, and so we we talked about it, and we looked at Amazon, and we thought Amazon delivers everything, I feel like. And yep. sure enough, they deliver hot tubs. And so went there and uh, ordered myself an inflatable hot tub, and it is, yeah, out the back of my motorhome. And honestly, it's incredible what you could buy on the internet. Like it is. It is. It's well, my wife's pregnant. She got it from Amazon. Is that it right? Came right there. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah just d- delivered right there. Unrelated. Yeah. My name's Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know how to. <laughs> We're having a WWE job tonight. Neither of us are perfect. This isn't going to go well. Okay, so hang on. In light of that comment, we're going to give away an anti-thim keychain. It's a it's a button. It's not a keychain. That is a keychain. Oh, that uh, is. Why a key are you yeah, speaking? On the end. I don't know. You used up your the, word. I thought it was just the button. Guys, it's Tim's birthday. Let's give him a round of applause. Hey. Oh, all right. So uh, Tim's mother. Tim's mom, Joan, just took that one. So sorry, guys, but she deserves it because yeah. well, actually, no, you should be like, you should be giving us something for creating that. Like. <laughs> The problems that you've caused up. I can only imagine what you've gone through. All right, Honestly, we've got more stuff to give away a bit later. But. Out of my three brothers, I am top four. Definitely. So, you're yeah. definitely in the top four. Well, I'm ahead brothers. of you. Way to go, Tim. <laughs> uh, Wait, hang on, but no, we, we, I cut Joey off. I'm sorry. So, Joey, you're, like, legit set up in the museum parking lot with an RV. You've got, like... You got the best setup for any any fan RV out there. I have a uh, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Uh, shout out to Mount Comfort RV for taking care of us. Connor as well. Yeah, they're great people. I uh, I have a Margaritaville golf cart that I've been driving around the track, and uh, first day I got it in from my in-laws. Giggity. I drove right past Roger Pinsky, and uh, he was thrilled to see the Margaritaville golf cart in his <laughs> race course. That's for sure. Big Buffett fan. Oh yeah, yeah. big time. RP, he, big he, Buffett. He, fan. He, he was ready for the beach ball to come in. Way and you know, <laughs> toss it around, but we're having a great time for all of you who are out coming out to the track. Come see us uh, behind the museum. We'll have drinks. We'll have Miller Coors. It'll be a great time. Yeah, I'm thrilled. Tim, where are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm nowhere near the track. I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
All right. No, I my my I grew up I grew up four miles from the track. So my mom's over there sitting weirdly very far from my stepdad. Apparently, there's some problems <laughs> going on. Uh, so, yeah, no, month of May. I, I usually stay I usually stay at, at their place. I, it's pretty close to the track. This this time's a little different. I got in this morning at the red eye, and I'm I'm staying at Liz's house. I'm staying at my girlfriend's place, which is great because I love staying with her. Significantly farther from both the track and the airport, though. That was an inconvenient Uber. Over I also, there. I also <laughs> want to note that you are sitting as far away from your girlfriend as possible, so let's yeah, not throw fair. stones here, bud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I learned it from watching her, James. That's fair. I think it's the other way around. I think Liz learned it from watching Joan. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so nightmare. real quick, you in front. Who won the Indy GP? <laughs> nope. Who won the Indy GP? Ray, coming through. Even though I didn't nice. ask you, I'm still going to let you have that. Ah, oh, yeah. That's same. fair. Yeah, yeah, so Alex, let's talk about that real quick. Yes. Let's talk about rain's coming. <laughs> it's not quite there yet. And the 27 guys say, you know what? We think it's coming. We're going to roll the dice. Alex made the call on the radio, which I totally agreed with at the time. Did I? According to NBC, yes. <laughs> Which is all I know or care about. And you cannot ever doubt NBC. And, and he, came, NBC. he came, he said, let's go, let's go to rain tires under caution. Let's do this. <clears throat> Talk us through what those few laps, once it went green, were like. Were you praying for rain? Had you accepted at that point already rain wasn't coming? Were you hopeful it was coming? Well, obviously, I was hopeful it was coming, James. Bold strategy, <laughs> caught. Um, bold strategy. So, yeah, there, there were some other extenuating circumstances that caused us to go to wet tires when we did. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I mean, it is, but I'm not going to get into it tonight. And it'll just make me even more angry. Um, Racing's hard, but man. Basically, basically, and he's usually so chipper. But basically, it was going to be a, it was kind of a, it was a gamble, obviously, because there was rain on, on the radar. There was sprinkles kind of at various parts of the track. We knew it was coming. We were in a situation, so we thought, okay, let's try. Um, and it just, we were 20 minutes too early, ultimately. So it, it would have been cool. I mean, we would have won had that come off correctly, but um, it wasn't meant to be. And ultimately, an Andretti car won, which I guess is good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it, was a, it was a great race to be a part of. Like, I had, I had so much fun, actually. So, yes. Why, do you, why are you judging me? I, I, Wait, I what? mean, you had so much fun. I did. No, it was cool. Like, I, I haven't gotten to do a wet race since... Shit. I didn't even get to... I got to do the one 2018. in 2019 here. 2019 when Simon won. But I was oh, like right. four laps down because Pato hit me at the start. And that was like the last 10 laps was wet. Right. right? It was, so it was really cool to have a wet race, dry, back to wet. Like, it was I, very enjoyable. I've seen changing condition races, but have you guys ever been in one that was one way, then the other way, then back, like... Either wet, dry, wet, no. or dry, wet, dry. I've never no. seen the transition was, twice. That's what I'm saying. It was really actually a lot of fun. Like, how many times did you guys stop? Like, five times? Well, like, like, what was Colton? Did Colton stop? Should have stopped four, but, you know. What? I should have stopped four? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, the winning strategy was still, like, you. five times, I couldn't think. Couldn't tell you. There's a lot of, lot of trips down pit lane. Yeah, good for them. That's neat. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, so this was the first real this test. This is not relatively short anymore. This I is going know, on but, but, wait, but, but the ad read went longer, so I want to put a little okay. more time here. Yeah. So the, uh, this was the first real test of the arrow screen in a wet race, right? Sure was. Yep. So, yeah, visibility was 
pretty shit, as you guys have said. But I mean, comparatively, like running before the arrow screen and, and wet, how, what was the difference in visibility? What was the? Is this something you guys can even talk about, or should we? Just well, I'm not allowed to talk about it because I get the most crap for it, but I don't really care because all I do is describe what I see, which was a lack of sight. So <laughs> that's the kind of truth we bring on Speed so, Street. Baby. Right, I so mean, I was I was talking to James about this at dinner as he steals my credit card. Thank you. Um, you saw that, huh? Yeah. Damn it. So okay. Anyway, so an open wheel car is going to have a lot of spray, right? You've got you've got a lot of downforce. You've got a lot of um, the tread blocks are very thick, and there's no fenders to keep in any of the spray that. Are you trading me wallets now? Yeah. It's a big downgrade. <laughs> um, so you're always going to have the spray. The difference that I felt with the screen versus what happened pre-aero screen was the straight, the straight line, the, the kind of high-speed sections was equally terrible visibility. It was bad before. It was bad after. Where it, it got different was in the slow-speed corners, that water didn't go away. So like you were still trying to pick your way through like the corner even when you were in first gear. Connor got to smell his way through the corner, so it was Yeah, fine. we've covered this. Yeah, we've I was like a dog. Yeah, I was like right. a dog. Yeah. So that's why he finished fifth, ultimately. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I would say that the water dissipation from the screen was the biggest difference. Would you Yeah, I would say, yeah. So normally, if you have a clear visor on, like when we used to race in the rain as we were growing up, whether it was GP3, F3, whatever it was, anything that you did as a child, as a youth, as a youth, yeah. The visor, like we have, we use Rain-X on it, and but it's like right here, so you, you're, that's all you have. Whereas now we have this visor, and then like two feet, and then another screen, and so there's, like you start moving around, and you, like, but you can't move around much, and so, and you can't use your hands, so you're How just. How loose are your belts? Not, not that loose. That's why I said I was moving around very little. A lot of yeah, actually, Connor, I think like. it would help. I'm trying. You're using Connor, your I think neck. it would help everybody if you stood up and showed them. No, 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 no. Shut up, Tim. Do <laughs> you was, see what we deal with? It was very difficult. Yeah, that's I don't why know we're why a two-man show. Every yeah. third, man. The third ruins it. But I'm like, this, I'm, this is actually what I was physically trying to do in the car because you're used to, like, I don't know, for so many years in the rain you have this that's all you got is your visor and if it sucks it sucks for everyone and it was the same situation now but like it's just it was new to us it was something that we had never experienced before right because we've never raced with this with the aero screen in this you know in these conditions and yes the conditions were would have been bad without an aero screen but it was new so it was a very strange like i don't know what type of bill nye the science guy stuff was going on in the front of it but it was it looked like it looked like it would very strange scientific act. I don't know if you guys thought the same thing, but <laughs> I gotta say, for two guys who couldn't see driving that fast, you did a great job of not hitting things. Thank you. I mean, that's oh. pretty. You know, I mean, that's on a day when a lot of good guys hit a lot of shit. Yeah. You guys did a pretty <laughs> yeah. good job of yeah. not well, anyone, doing that. If anyone hit me, I would have been able to see it. So that's fair. <laughs> that you wouldn't even know who to get mad at. Yeah, I got passed by Erickson. Honestly, never saw him. Never saw him the whole time. <laughs> I didn't. Are you sure well, it was him? Uh, you, yeah. You see the replay? I, eventually, I crossed the finish line. I said, well, oh, there's Marcus. All, All right. right. Not a clue. Never saw him. It was great, though. I mean, still finished fifth. I, I was going to say. I mean, Did I, you have a great time, Joey? I had a great time. I was ponchoing it out up there in My the My mom wore a trash bag. Yeah. As you should. My mom wore a trash Whatever bag. Whatever you got to do to stay dry. It was yeah. a great time. Great she event. Was very, she was very proud of it, honestly. Yeah. Very proud of it. As you should. Top five. Hell yeah. Man. For sure. 
Well, uh, are we done with the GP? We move yeah, on I from the GP? So. I think uh, Let's do I, it. I think we're good on the GP. We're going to get in the month of May. But before we get to that, oh. uh, we do have another another word from our These event sponsors tonight. Let's pick round of applause for our sponsors, guys. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Who are we starting off with, Tim? It's purely because we like to use money for goods and services. Money is neat, guys. And because of that, we want to tell you more about our friends at Barkeeper's Friend. <laughs> Now, Connor's from here, but Alex and I are both happy to have made Indy our home, which is why we're thrilled to support a product made right here in Indianapolis, Indiana. Wow. Barkeeper's Friend has been around since 1882. 1882? Great year. You remember oh, yeah. it? It was awesome. Fondly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's James was a rookie in Indy Lights in 1882. <laughs> it works. Wow. <laughs> Not only is Barkeeper's Friend an incredible product, it's also chlorine-free, VOC-free, which I don't know if that's... Good or bad, but I assume it's good. Yep. And made with recycled materials. Plus, with their micro-scrubbing particles, Barkeeper's Friend won't damage what you're cleaning. So, when you're done, your old tools really do look as good as new. As someone who likes things clean, I swear by this stuff. I use it in almost every room of the house, whether it's the kitchen... Yeah. Or the gym. I don't have a gym in my house, but that'd be cool. You did when I he wrote used this to. ad. Uh, don't forget the garage, Alex. You got a nice garage. Right. Yep. Now, this might not come as much of a surprise to you, but we're kind of into cars. And we know that you need the best tools to keep your cars, or in some cases, remote control cars, or go-karts, or Subarus, in the best possible shape. Chevrolets out, or Chevrolets. Uh, and nothing does a better <laughs> job of keeping these tools clean than Barkeeper's Friend. Yeah. Yeah. Barkeeper's friend, once tried, always used. And guys, you have samples on your table of Barkeeper's friend. Make sure you take those home with you. Try them legitimately. The stuff works on everything. It's actually really impressive. Uh, is it, this is, yeah, this is a podcast stuff right here. This is great. Yeah. Anyway, I have something else I'd like to tell you about. Tell us all about <laughs> it, Connor. <laughs> and it's not my future uh, book writing career, but um, it is Viva Tia Maria, which, oh, never mind, I'm not going to say that, creates premium tips, salsas, queso, tamales, and tortilla chips, all from recipes that have been passed down for generations. Consumers who seek the unparalleled quality of handmade small batch products can count on Viva Tia Maria to bring you authentic Mexican flavor to their homes. These delicious family recipe foods are now available at thousands of retail and restaurant locations throughout the U.S., including your favorite grocery store's fresh deli section. Visit www.vivatiamaria.com for more information. Wow. That's pretty good. Viva Tiva Maria has also collaborated with Sun King Brewery, which is where we are, on a beer and beer cheese. The beer Una is crisp, light, well-balanced Mexican-style lager, while the beer cheese is made with Sun King beer and cheese. Craft lager fans can look for four packs of Una beer in 16-ounce cans at Sun King Tap Rooms or at their local grocery and liquor stores, bars, and restaurants. Viva, T- Viva Tia Maria beer cheese can be found in grocery stores and restaurants throughout Indiana, Kentucky, and Illinois. Round of applause for our partners, Viva guys. Viva Tia Maria. Thank you. Thank you. And thankfully, that's our last ad read of the night. You guys are good. We'll okay. To that. Should so, we do these uh, tequila shots after Viva Tia Maria? Yeah, somebody delivered these. Who's got a drink in front of them? Yeah. Who's got a drink for them? Let's, uh, let's, let's throw it up it. here. Let's give Connor a round of applause for his fifth place finish. And Alex, Rossi, too, because he did go. a good job. We're here. proud of you. Proud of your heart, Alex. <laughs> you didn't finish that. Wow, yeah, that's... <laughs> I love James not Whoa. being a race car driver anymore. You can drink with me. Yeah, that right makes one Joe. of us. <laughs> All right. Okay, so um, we usually 
pick out topics beforehand uh, before the show, but we're doing a drawing one with Speed Street, and it's the month of May. So I thought it'd be kind of fun. I have if, a question. Uh, what is Speed Street? Huh? What? Excuse me. What is it? Yeah, where it's, is Speed Street? It's, it's now the, we know it's the, the neighborhood. It's a, mean, it's like, a motorsport community that we are growing. It's in Hinchtown, right? Is it in Hinchtown? It is located in Hinchtown, right. who he okay. is the mayor of. Center of Hinchtown. And we live on Speed Street. Well, that's cool. You're invited if you want. No, I'm good. Who listens to Speed Street? I am going to throw him through a table. Blue shirt. <laughs> Terrible the first And, and that's why he's a driver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can leave. That tequila is. <laughs> no, you hard. get it. You get an I love pin. I love thim pin for that because that that means I don't. It's still there. You can go. Oh, it's broken. All right, Alex. So, you want to be a guest on our show? You got right. both. No. <laughs> Alex barely wants to be a guest on his show. Yeah, I was going to say. What about Drivers so Eating Donuts season two? You want to come? No. Oh, can I go for him? Because yeah, I love donuts. Pinch, yeah. I got the maple bacon ones for you, buddy. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, Joey and I are both from Indianapolis. So is oh, Connor. Yeah. So is Connor. So is Con- I was going to get to the, the fact that Joey and I weren't the drivers. That was, that was next on my thing here. Con- I mean, Connor's from Noblesville. We don't count that. Yeah, All right. That, I don't know why that. But he went to Heritage Christian, so yep. that's a lie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. No, but uh, but it's the month of May. This is a you know, special event, the Joint Podcast. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about um, Connor, obviously being from here, but but James and Alex coming from different places. What was the moment you guys had where you got to Indianapolis and you realized how special the 500 was, or just the month of May in general was? Well, I mean, I was there ever since birth, so I I, I, I never missed a race until I had to race in Monaco uh, one year. And uh, Alex was there racing with me as well in GP2. We had a wonderful time. Um, didn't we, Alex? Racing in 2014 in Monaco. I, I don't remember. Yeah, you were driving for uh, that green team. He was very drunk. Yes, you're right. Yeah, and yeah, we yeah. took pictures on the rocks with Well, that was American the flag, flag. pictures. Yeah, Those were some yeah. dope pictures, We to took very yeah. cool photographs yeah. on a rocky uh, cliff yep. for America. Yep. Yeah, it was really awesome. Turned out great. Alex made it to Formula One, and I didn't. And um, well, ended up back here. You're doing okay. So did he. You made. Fine. I mean, we all ended up back. We here. We all ended up back here. No, it's, I mean, you I'm say it like it's a bad thing. No, no. Get out. Oh, I'm happy. Okay. Couldn't be happier. But yeah. Well, but okay. So yeah. You, I mean, your dad came over in the '80s and, yep. and was F1 driver, IndyCar driver, legend Derek Daly. That's all right. Cue to applause. Cue to applause. <laughs> He's a good guy. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I love this place. Um, you know, was here all the time after school, uh, elementary school. I would get picked up by my mom or my grandmother, and we go straight to the track. Um, and I, it was an iconic place for me. Loved it. And I never really thought I could race here, um, but I thought all the drivers were like, they were kind of like superheroes. And Especially I did, Schechter, right? Especially certain ones, yep. And, uh, yeah, I... I but, and now that we're here, it's kind of a weird realization for sure, but, um, but it's awesome. I mean, it never gets old. I tell people that all the time. Uh, it's a very, very special place to be, 
And we're, I mean, we're very, very lucky to have you know done what we've done so far, and hopefully to accomplish more in the future as well. Hell okay, yeah. we had the work. most laps last year. Oh yeah, the, 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 the tire out of the sky wrecked it. Is that right? I haven't heard. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, can we also talk about when when you took the lead last year? Just how loud the crowd got. I heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Come on. Like no, but okay. Who, who's I in know. the audience? Who was in the audience at the race last year when Connor took the? Oh yeah. And Hell who yeah. cheered? Oh yeah. Guys, you missed a great opportunity for a joke there by staying completely Nobody silent. I, I want I you all to be very booing, disappointed with yourselves with that response. Also, would not have surprised me. No, fine. but uh, okay. Uh, so obviously you could you couldn't hear that in the car because no. there's a you know an engine. Yes. But like you you've seen it on the replays. You've seen things. I mean, how special of a moment was that to see the crowd reaction to you leading the Indianapolis 500? Well, as I told Inch earlier in an NBC segment, it was really exciting and meaningful Sorry. to my heart. No. I steal all the questions from James. <laughs> it was, he steals my jokes on Instagram. I steal his questions. Well, obviously. We, we knew that. Fair. It was, uh, yeah, it was great. It was the coolest feeling ever, but uh, the problem is we led the wrong laps. So uh, now the goal is to come back and lead the right ones or just one. And, um, and that's really the plan. You know, Connor, I got to say, I feel like we haven't capitalized as much on the flying mullet nickname that Lee Diffie gave <laughs> to you when you took the lead on Rena's VK last year. I don't know the where he came up with that. flying mullet! Yeah. That was beautiful, man. I don't know where he came up with that. I'm actually like, I... Do you like that nickname? Or Not really. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. then never mind. Because I, mean, I was about whatever to double down that. on it, but now that triple you tell down. me that... I if thought you it was a like good it, marketing it, thing. It, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to triple down now, yeah. I don't know. It kind of sounds like a like a cartoon character, or like a state fair act. I don't know. Like, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Have you seen your head? Yes, yeah. and your reputation up until now has been so serious. I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very serious, Tim. <laughs> anyway, do whatever you want on the television broadcast, James. It's your world, and we're just you know driving around in circles in it. <laughs> <laughs> I am curious though about because obviously Hinch, you're a Canadian, our Forced neighbor to retired. the north. I sure am. Rossi, uh, California man. Um, so the other three of us up here, we grew up with this. It was race weekend. We just checkered flags everywhere in the yards. We knew about it. For you two, growing up, how did you come across it? How was it when the moment when you're like, man, I got to be there. I want to race cars. And I want to race there. I don't think Alex knew about it until 2016, but. Yeah. <laughs> He, but he, he really just, likes it now, guys, so it's guys, fine. Come on. Look at what he fell into. Alex just wow. thought, no, oh, this wreath is nice. No, oh, shut <laughs> up. It's not my fault. Prepping for Christmas. Christmas. Those, what is this wreath? For those of you that don't it know. It is your fault. I, it's not. <laughs> so I grew up in a family that was very, it was a big Formula One family. Like, they just, oh, come on. We're an equal opportunity racing family yes. here, guys. Yeah, we, like we said, like James said last week, what rising tide raises all ships. Right. If, if you're a racing fan, you're a racing fan. Yes. And if you have Netflix, you only know about Formula One. Well, we don't want to talk about that. That's true. We don't want to talk about that. I guarantee you, nobody in this room's first experience with racing was Drive to Survive. I promise you that. Thank God. <laughs> all right. Real race fans, right here, Connor. Alexander, continue. Yes. With what? You're, uh, you're, Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Family was just Formula One fans. So I, I grew up watching that. And I grew up when, like, the timing of it was still you had to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning to watch the races, not 9 a.m., right? So, well, also, 
that's the time zone thing with California. We're three hours. Anyway. Anyways, so um, math is neat. So I just I wasn't introduced to IndyCar. Like that just wasn't something that I really knew of. Um, so my goal from the beginning was always to go to Europe to race in Europe. However, when I got there, um, you know. Monaco GP was always the same weekend as as the 500. So we would go to this bar in Monaco. Um, huh? Old enough over yeah, there. Yeah, drinking age is different there, James. Yeah, you should yeah. know. Um, and we would watch the 500. And so that was really how I got to, to know about it. And, and I appreciated the race because it is one of those races in the world that's one of the largest events for obvious reasons. Yes, I'm, yep, I'm 100% aware of that, yep. I don't know if you know, he won it. Yep. Uh. Yeah, no, I, I know most of the stats about it. So, so the thing is, like, I, I, I yeah, so I, I knew about it, but didn't necessarily ever see myself doing it type of thing. Um, so then when I came in 2016, I was like, well, it's going to be pretty cool because I'll get to race in the Indy 500. Like, that was, like, that was one of the big highlights for me of that whole situation that happened over that three-week period back back when you thought indycar was like a temporary spot shut up tim <laughs> i mean no but did, i mean when you first came over here you thought it was a temporary spot right that is not necessarily true but <laughs> that is what a lot of people believed um i guess you're one of them uh i wish race cars had keychains or keys he wished race cars had keys so we could put the anti thin sticker Awesome. I got yeah. a sticker. I'll put it on your car. No one will, no one um, will see. So anyways, the, the, the long story short is I didn't know about it. I didn't grow up watching it. However, my love and appreciation for the event has grown exponentially since 2016. And every year that I come back, I love the event. I love the month of May. I love living in Indianapolis. I feel very lucky to be here. Um, despite what most people think, I do enjoy getting to the racetrack each day of the month of May and getting the opportunity to drive around the best racetrack in the now, world. Now, Alex, I, real quick, I got, I got to follow up on that. I can't so, wait. Since 2016, yep. when you won, yep. and now that... I haven't won. Yep. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> since then, yeah. No. Spoiler alert, no. they're all on my TiVo. You're the only guy in the room that's won an Indy 500. So you're, you're good. You're good. Actually, okay. Bold yeah, of you to make crowd, assumptions we, yeah, about right, this audience. Yeah. We don't know who's here. So my follow-up is, is so as a fan, I like to go back and watch, obviously, highlights, replays sure. of past 500s. And I love in 2016 when you cross, you're clutching coast and you cross the yard of bricks. And I, I believe it was Brian Herta, maybe. Yep. You just won the Indy 500, baby! Yep. And then you were like, oh my god, over the radio. Were tears already coming <laughs> down? Was that happening? No, yeah. I no, he was Googling the event. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, what is this? What the heck do I do now? He was Googling the event. <laughs> Noted impressionist in there with Joey Molinaro just unveiled his Alex Rossi impression. Um, because it always gives, I mean, honestly, I know we give each other shit, but it always gives, especially now that we know each other, it always gives me chills when, when I watch that back and I hear Rossi getting emotional, I think. Was that happening? Was that... What I think it was. Yes, but here's the reason that I think will surprise a lot of people. I was... He had to pee so bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> Get me out of here! I was just... I was, I was happy that we won a race. Like, for me, like, that was like, oh, sick, we won a race this year, right? Because, again, you know... Not even I'd, realizing... I had never been to a 500, period. 
and this was again the first one that I had been to, so I was competing in it. So I was just, huh? Yeah, I also know which one it was. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> His face is on the trophy, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows. Did you know it's 200 laps, right? Yeah. 500 yeah. is not how many laps yeah. it is. And the 500, that actually yeah. refers to the miles? Yeah. yeah. Not kilometers. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, that would yeah, be a yeah. much shorter race. Cool. So I was just so ex excited to have won a race, right? And then everything that then immediately happened in the preceding minutes, hours, weeks, and then months was amazing and, and very special and something that I think I was talking to someone about it today. I truly believe that I know how much obviously Connor wants to win this race, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But that'd be cool. And so does one other person in the room want Connor to win this race. <laughs> Is Beth Bowles here? I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but like. The people that have gotten to experience what that is and how it, it ultimately does change your life, right? I think it's, it's a very envious position to be in when you watch someone else then get to experience that for, a, for like 11 to 12 months, right? So I think the guys that have gotten the opportunity and been fortunate enough to win it the one time, like their motivation, desire to do it again is, is, is very, very high because they know what, what comes with that and, and what it means. And that's, that's pretty special. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, I think the next question for me would be, and I think probably everybody in the room wanted to know, <laughs> Connor Daly brings the bit Nile number 20 down the yard of bricks and the checkered flag happens on May 29th, 2022. What does that celebration look like in the city of Indianapolis? Well, look, it's no, no, let's not get that far ahead of ourselves, all right? I, I like to What think time are that. we going to Envy? That's all everybody <laughs> hey! wants to know. I, I've already thought of a scenario where, like, we have to, a group of people have to consume 500 Miller Coors products yes. before yes. the it. end of the evening. Then we drive your motorhome into the lake inside the track <laughs> while it's on fire and then straight to the bar. Seems a little <laughs> reckless, I'm not going to lie. But Hinch comes down from the NBC booth. So, no, no, no. I want to get that. those, you know those horses that they ride through downtown with those carriages? Oh, yeah. I want to get all those horses and I want them to pull a giant chariot through the streets of Indianapolis. <laughs> Pulling a trailer of the 500 Miller Coors products that we're going to be drinking as a team, and we're going to show up to a bar of sorts. It's going to take a tremendous amount of like logistical planning. Don't you know, it's okay. take a lot of I'm on board for it. I'm going to yeah. be here to watch. <laughs> I'm not going to help in the least, but I'm going to be here to watch. Look, either it doesn't matter. We don't have to think about it now because Connor, we, gotta, we have a job to do first. Out. But if it does happen, well, that'll be great. <laughs> okay, real quick. This is just going to be a fun little game. Where are you going to qualify? First. Where are you going to qualify? First. Let's okay. go! So it, at least one of you is going to be wrong. <laughs> yep. Alex is definitely going to be wrong. <laughs> oh! <laughs> we got the juice. Yeah. <laughs> we might have the juice. All right, so... so James, you're the one we haven't gotten to yet that's, that's a driver here. 
You, uh... Former. I mean, you're still a driver. You're, you're not... You're, you're still not drive. retired. Yeah, How'd I, you I get... I still have a car. Did you Uber here tonight? No, I you did not. I back of my <laughs> scooter. I rode bitch on his scooter. Yeah, you, uh, you guys should have seen that side. I've never seen anything like it. Oh, uh, don't worry. I'm going to post it on Instagram later. Oh, man. Alex piloting a scooter and Hinch riding on the back of that Just side. can't imagine the folks on Washington Street saying, is that Hinch and Rossi on the... On the scooter? So I was going to say those aren't all mine, but Time I, out. I want be. it to be noted that <laughs> Joey, myself, and, and Tim got beers at the same time. He just got re... What are you doing over there, man? Those weren't all mine. Those were here before we sat down. Three new ones came down, and you just got another new it one. It is his birthday, to be yeah, fair. But true. he's working. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Working. So what were you like saying? Like you guys pay me. Um, fair. No, so I was going to go... I mean, obviously... We don't want to get into everything we've gotten into before with your injury because, honestly, oh, no, I'm just do. tired of Hold hearing on. you talk. I want to tell one um, story about my accident, though, because this is funny. And this is related to him. Which so part? When, I, when I first met him, not no, the part no. that went I thought it was me. the message I sent you yesterday. Or two days. Saturday. <laughs> no. It's going to take no, no, us a while no, no. to get there. That was also really it. funny. Yeah. That was funny. No, so when I first met him... Uh, he, you know, Connor introduced us because they were friends from Europe, as we heard. <clears throat> and we were over at my house. And Connor came over because he was living there at the time, I think. I was. He's like, hey, I'm going to bring my friend Alex Rossi over. I think he's going to race any car this year. I was like, cool. So he's like, yeah, hey, man, nice to meet you. He's like, I heard of you. You had that accident last year because this was 2016, right? This was less than a year after the accident. He was like, yeah, that accident last year. He's like, yeah, yeah. He goes, I'm not going to lie, man. I, I was over in Europe when that happened. I was... You know, it made, made, made waves in the motorsports world, driver getting hurt, whatever. He goes, I saw the replay. He goes, I didn't really understand over racing at the time. And he goes, I remember thinking to myself, why didn't he just keep turning left? That was really stupid. <laughs> if he just kept turning left, that wouldn't have been as bad. Yeah. Part of me still believes it. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> this man. Huh? What about Barber? I turn left too much. <laughs> Very different situation. Totally different situation. Yeah, and that's yes, what yes, makes yes, racing yes. drivers good. Well, okay. So, but then, so, so James, here's the thing about that accident. So James almost died. It was hilarious, right? <laughs> but Tim, you'll get me next time. <laughs> so I was uh, during the rain delay. I was pretty bored, and I was doing some brainstorming. At Barber, me too. Um, and oh no, here the rain delay here. No, the rain delay here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yesterday um, or Saturday? On Sunday. Oh. Bear with me, guys. And I sent James this, uh, this message because it, it just popped into my head about his accident, which in a, not in a bad Super way. Super anyways. weirded out that you just think about my accident from time to time. No, we um, all do. And it's just like what could have been. Yeah, no, you dream about it. <laughs> so it said, hey, James, we just came to a realization here. You should have been banned from the sport for two years after your crash. You had a blood transfusion, and that's against anti-doping regs. There you go. So <laughs> it actually is. Uh, and guess what? Yeah. I got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> I just Lance Armstrong that yeah. shit, man. Yeah. Boom! Yeah. Oh, on the old charm, man. That's why. That's go. why. That's yeah, why he brother. came back and was on pole. It was 100. Yeah. percent Totally oh. the blood. Yeah. Totally right. the blood. Yeah. I'm gonna interrupt. This wasn't planned, but I'm, I have a quick story about James's accident. So after James's accident, um, he was complaining about having all these uh, these interviews that said uh, 2015. That didn't go as planned, right? And so we came up with, like, different answers he could give. And I'm not going to go through the myriad of them because I can't. 
But one of the ones we came up with was I was going to go up to him in the middle of an interview, and when they said 2015 didn't go as planned, right? I was going to say, oh, my God, James, oh, my God, I can't believe you made it. Like, I, I can't believe you survived. The wife said I should have shot you. I'll get you next time, though. <laughs> and so that was like an ongoing joke that we had that I was that I had tried to kill James. So I got a shirt made that said Hinch's back when they made those at IMS. And I took it to, to Tiki Hut in Broderpool and I got it printed on the back, but I'll get them next time. And, and you wonder, remember that shirt. And yeah. you wonder why we have a plethora of things <laughs> like this. So I'm going to be honest. You that, wonder why. Well, that shirt didn't go over well at IMS, but, you know, I still wore it. So when James did uh, Dancing with the Stars, they put him up in the, in the apartment complex across the street from Remember mine. when he didn't win? Yeah, I know. It was hilarious. He got beat by a 16-year-old girl. It's pretty uh, pathetic. <laughs> so You want to have a dance-off? <laughs> you can only so, dance like three songs. <laughs> How many can you dance? <laughs> well, none. Exactly. Dude, I'll outsource oh, no, the no, shit no. out of you. You All can right. dance we one. Know, we know one song that we learned in the middle of Africa. Africa. Remember that place? I do. Yeah. <laughs> Some amazing racists, guys. Some amazing racists right here. <laughs> racers. Sorry. Amazing racers. Whoa. Whoa. Sorry. Okay, Jeez. so I went over to, to see James the first night he was doing Dancing Jiminy with the Christmas. Stars. We got to take the mic away from this guy. Who let him out of the house? I went over to go see James the first night he was in L.A. for Dancing with the Stars, and I wore my hinges back, but I'll get him next time shirt. And I brought over some bourbon, and we, we, we had a bit. No, no, this, is, this gets to you. So I left. The next day, Becky, All his now wife, shows him. up, and she walks in, and the apartment smells like gas. Because apparently James or I had hit the stove and had been letting gas out into the apartment the entire night. That's a true story. I woke up with a raging headache and realized what, like, in the morning what had happened. It was 100% you that did it. Probably. Allegedly. So the next day I realized, had anything gone wrong, they would have showed up to question me. Wearing a shirt that says, I'll get him next time. <laughs> like, I think I would have pled guilty to save everybody time. And I almost I almost wish I had died just so <laughs> they send you to prison. <laughs> almost worth it. Tim would have had a hell of a mugshot, man. He would have had a hell of a mugshot. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Gotta cut that. Uh, <laughs> All right, so who said. were we on this stories for month of no, May? I, I had something to ask Hinch, but I can't remember. I must win the tequila <laughs> shot. You get that a lot. You get that a lot. No, so, all right, so James, you obviously you had your injury, you had your comeback, you got pulled a year after injury. Everybody say you wouldn't be back for a while. You got pulled the year after your injury. You sure did. It sure did. That's Thank you. He the had one. That was another, another great I have my nurse here. This is true. Guys, true story. This guy had to take literally take care of me and help with medical things. That changed no, his diaper, bro. No yeah, you've deal, seen yeah. things in yeah. and around me that you probably never should have or never nope. signed up for. Nope. Off track pin, anybody? Anybody <laughs> want an off track pin? Here we go. I hope this doesn't end up in some important He's, machine. You're going to hit somebody in the face. Oh, not yeah, even close. Right in the machine. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good toss. <laughs> Somebody's going to get a beer with an off-track pin in it. <laughs> oh, my God. Bad toss. <laughs> Horrible toss. Maybe just yes, Maybe just ask people to I'm come gonna up. I'm going to leave these here. You guys can just come up and get them later. <laughs> like, shout out to Toronto Motorsports for Dude, helping you us are out with all awful. this. Thank you, Derek, and Toronto Motorsports. All right, yeah. so, James, what was your, what was your my moment? My first memory of the Indy 500 was when Jacques won in 95. 
I was a big, I grew up a racing fan. Literally my first memories of life are watching races with my dad, be it Formula One, IndyCar, whatever. Uh, but that memory, I, re I remember that last restart, Scott Goodyear passing the pace car, all the drama. It should have been a Canadian one, too. Cheat snake. But uh, Scott got the penalty, Jacques won the race, and that's when I became like a lifelong Jacques fan. Well, I became a Jacques fan and uh, followed his IndyCar career and then his F1 career, whatever. But that was my first kind of uh, exposure to the Indy 500. Uh, then I came here to kind of see it in person in 08. And I was like, oh, man, this is a pretty cool event. And then in 09 and 10, I was part of Indy Lights. So, you know, you're kind of I'm living in Indy at this point. You're part of but all by the... By 09 and 10, he means 1909 and 1910. Yeah. 1910. Well, 1910. Any... 1910. She gave me tequila. This is not on me. Any IndyCar fan worth their salt knows that the first race 1911. was in 1911. Yes, correct. So correct. that, that joke nice. flopped pretty hard. Anyway. Like all of my jokes, too. 09, or, yeah, 09 and 2010, I was in Indy Lights, and I'm like, hey, now you're part of it. You're living in Indy. You see it all. You're like, okay, no, sorry. I didn't get it when I saw it as a fan. Like, this is way bigger than I thought. This is way cooler than I thought. And then in 2011, I was actually in the race. I'm like, no, okay, sorry. I didn't actually get it at all. Now I understand. And when you actually get to be in the big show, especially when you live here in town, like, from the day the calendar flips over to May 1st, everything in town here changes, and it's just, it's so cool to see it. Everybody here knows it. You guys are all from here. The energy in this town, the way you guys get behind this race is so incredible. It makes us feel so special every May, and, you know, for me, it was so cool to kind of do it in stages like that, right? Come as a fan one year, running in the lights program the next year, two years later in the big cars. And now a presenter. Now up in the booth presenting it. Yeah. yeah. I get a call, somebody winning the 106th right. running of the Indy 500, which is pretty cool. And hopefully, hopefully the guy that wins it is sitting beside me. Yeah. Hancho. Hancho, are you practicing lines my, for uh, My money's on Joey. You know? No, because here's the thing. I don't want to practice 33 different things. I'm going to let it just come to me in the moment. Like, Diff's going to call the line. Like, there's a rule. There's a, here's a little, little insider scoop. When it comes to the end of a race, about the last half lap, you have to shut your trap. Because that's when the man, the legend, Lee Diffie, takes over. And he's got to call the checkered flag. That has to happen. And so, like, we know. Townsend yeah. and I know. We've got, like, it's about an oval. It's, it's a short lap. Yeah. So, like, Iowa. Yeah, 20 I'm seconds. Not, we're not even going to yeah. talk for the last two last parties. Let Lee take it away because he's so good. So, that's, we're going to, I'm just going to sit there, man, and, and listen to the legend call it that last lap. And then, yeah, we'll have something clever to say about. You know, yeah. what would be so great is if we have a 2006 esque finish with Alexander Rossi and Connor Daly, the Huffing white flag, cool. Marco Andretti, Sam Hornis Jr., point. 2.0. Oh, no. Honestly, oh, yeah. these still two. Too soon. Still too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. So then Marco couldn't be here. Yeah, who, I mean, who, who's, who's, <laughs> all right, look. look. No, I was like, honestly, Marco could be here. He just didn't want to be. We'd, I, we'd probably hit each other, honestly, before we get to the finish line. That would be tough. Is that, like, I mean, I know it's the answer to my question is probably not because you want to win the 500. But, I mean, if it's Rossi Daly, lap 200. Coming around turn three, two, and four. What's going on in your head? Well, I mean, first of all, I know that if we're finishing one, two, it's going to be a great party no matter which way. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, uh, actually, no, if I won, Alex would just be mad and he would leave. But if, if Alex won, 
Alex if Alex won <laughs> and I finished second, I'd still probably be pretty Alex. excited. I'd be like, hey. Alex I'm, would go just straight to Detroit. He would just drive yeah. straight to Detroit, check in the hotel, <laughs> and forget it. In the Indy car. He would yeah. just, yeah. 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 So, no. Yeah. So it's pretty well. Get in his plane guys, and he fly. That's, was I not the first one to send Connor a message in the group chat? About his qualifying performance. Yeah, yeah uh, yes, I think that's true. Okay. That right? To be fair, I was still on air. I was working. So I only did the first ten minutes qualifying because we sucked. So I had plenty <laughs> of time to like watch him. But um, oh, that's nice. If anyone is gonna beat me, I actually don't mind if it's him. So. Oh, all right. <laughs> Whoa. By the way, yeah. that's just him Let's looking at championship Sunday. standings. That's that's not anything sentimental. That's. See, he's a no, softy no, at heart, care. guys, despite <laughs> everything he what says on the show. What if you guys did Taldegan style and you ran across the finish line together? You know what I mean? Well, he'd win. He's more athletic, clearly. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's easy. Yeah. Hey, uh, when, when was your first Indy 500, Joey? 2011. I was also, going into my senior. James's first. Hey. Got the uh, styrofoam cooler, Coors Light going in there. J.R. Hildebrand crashed into the wall. I sure did. That. Yeah. Uh, Where'd you sit? But I was in the infield. I was on the golf course. I didn't know what was going on. It was my first one that I'd been to in person. Didn't know what was going on. Can but my first one that I went to was in tw my, my first one that I was like, wow, was 2018. I was on the grid right before the race. Back home again in Indiana. It's being sung. I see grown man in tears. I'm like, yep. this, this is what it is. This is what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, James Hinchcliffe, long-time listener, first-time hey, caller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> Anyways, you, thank you guys, everybody, for coming. <laughs> you grew up here. Yeah. In 2011, how old were you? 17. So why don't your parents love you? What are you talking about? Well, you didn't come to a race until you were 17. I know they're in the audience. I met them earlier. Uh, there they are. Mom and Dad. Now. No, no money? You couldn't steal tickets? Well, or, like, poor sneak in? Yeah, all the money uh, went to the private school. <laughs> oh, but also similar, I mean, very different, but similar to Rossi. I mean, like, I, you know, I was playing baseball One in, like, Ohio and <laughs> Michigan and doing all that shit. Did you also You're watch it for the first time in Monaco? Oh, he is, I, I have not been to Italy. <laughs> I have not been to the homeland, fellow Paisan. I'm jealous of your hat, though, I sir. Mr. Mall, I like your hat. Anyways, yeah, uh, can we give a shout out to Joey's parents over there? With that? Yeah, it's my mom, Molinaro, and his beautiful wife, Riley. Wife. Hey, you yeah. gotta love got mom shirt your first that. child. You gotta love mom wearing a hint shirt to her own son's event. Yes, <laughs> there you go. Joey has his own clothing line, and Mrs. Molinaro shows up in a jeans and, and a hint shirt. I mean, my mom's wearing an anti-thim pen, so... I respect that. That's true. <laughs> this night couldn't go any better for me. I'm loving everything right. about this. Also, Enough. hang yeah, on. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, but uh, this, he brought up a great point with Lee Diffie calling the end of the... Can you do a Lee Diffie impression? I'm working yet? on it okay. a little bit. I think that yeah. would be quite funny. I asked okay. Rossi last year when we did Media Day because I was like... I, was, I said, if you win this year, which... <laughs> that was a rough year, brother. Last year. 2020, 2021. What happened? What happened? What did you only run, like 185 laps? No, I ran them all. Oh. Anyways, I Whoa, said, if you win. fucking hell. Holy oh, shit. I, I was out of gas before it even started. <laughs> I asked him, I said, if we you tried win. It, the second time didn't work. Because I was, anybody who, anybody who sits down with me sits in my car, my RV, whatever it is. I loves pull, you. I pull for him. I pull oh, for him. Okay. So the whole field. 
So what? Didn't you interview all of us? No. Yes. No, I didn't. Oh. Alex, I didn't. I feel like you Only did. you three have been in my car here. Oh. Not even Tim. I mean, and it's going to stay that way. It's going to stay that weird, way. Which is weird because I needed a ride the other night. Well, last time we rode together, <laughs> I puked out of the back co- back uh, window, so we yeah, don't need to ride together post that anymore. video. Anyways, <laughs> Rossi was in my car, and I said, hey, you win this year. Can you do a little espresso because that's my origin is espresso with Ben Polizzi. A little celebration. And you said, yeah. And so I was like, if Lee Diffie is like, Alexander Rossi making the turn around turn four, coming down to the autobooks. And then he said, yeah, I can do that, bro. And then he finished like 32nd. <laughs> was it 32nd? No. Oh. It had to have been like 28th. That's fine. Big difference. Yeah. So oh. we talked about this a while ago. Like, obviously, Joey Molinaro, for those who don't know, impressionist, comedian, content creator, hilarious on the internet. Round of applause for everything thank he has you. done wow, online. Thank you, thank you. That's and we talked nice. about That's this last nice. year. I was like, who's going to be your first IndyCar impersonation? Because you're famous for some of your impersonations. Sure. But like, who have you sort of I mean, gravitated towards? that was a pretty towards? solid Lee Diffie. Who's like, it, no, I know, I but like. Rossi, turn yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, you get really excited. Anyways, you, well, I got this segment I want to do with you. It's called Out and About. Out and about? Not out and about. It's called out and about. No, I, I understand the reference. I'm okay. from Canada. I get it. I just wanted to yeah, read it. funny because he's Canadian. That. You tell me you haven't thought about doing Elio yet? No, I don't want to. I don't want to cross lines and disrespect Not trying to get canceled that fast. No, he, he's the easiest one. All you got to do is say, I tell you something. And, well, it doesn't count anymore, but for, like, 25 years or whatever, you just say Mr. Penske a lot. I tell you something, man. Mr. Penske, this guy, this is incredible. I tell you something, man. I can't believe it, man. Thank you so much, Mr. Oh, Penske. Okay. He's got a great, he's got a That's great Elio. That's all you got to do. He's got a great Elio. I've yeah. won the race three and a half times, Mr. Penske. I thank you I so tell much. You something, the, I tell you something is so I odd, I tell you dude. something. Yeah. Connor, whenever you do Connor, you just make sure you just... Point this What's beer. good? We're, we're Let's at, go. Beers yeah, and we're pointing and we're celebrating America. It seems like you did an L. Beat Nile. Here we go. Winning the 500. That is deeper than Connor's voice has ever sounded in his life. <laughs> like I need to rethink every decision I've ever made, honestly. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. yeah. We've been telling you that for years. You know what's funny, though, is I did sit down with Simon Pagino today. And, and he was so French. He was Simon Pagino. Oh, you, should meet, you should meet my teammate. He was. <laughs> I've, I've heard of that guy. Old gross jeans? If you think Simon's French. Wait, is Colton French? <laughs> God, I hate him so much, man. I hate him so much. Speaking of that, let's hear what, I mean, what do you guys think about Roman Grosjean? So thank you, everybody, for coming tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yep. He's my favorite. Um, he's gross jeans, right? He's guy Rome, who drives he's, the number 28 car? I don't know. Actually, no, I like Ryan. Ryan. Ryan Ray. I like he's Ryan. Roman gross jeans. Gross Romain pants. Gross jeans. Well, we uh, have some sponsors to thank tonight. We, should no, do we already did all that. No, we got some uh, real quick. Before we go, first of all, thank you guys all so much for showing up. This really was the brain. This was Joey's idea. He decided to make this all happen. He did a lot of the work behind it. Um, and, and James, what is this in support of? What does the Stop and Go Foundation do? Oh, sorry, that's a front. We just use that money to buy bourbon. <laughs> Did you go? Oh, <laughs> you thought the charity was real? 
Wow. That worked way better than I thought. So I just flew here for nothing. Cool. Guys, Stop and Go Foundation is a fundraising vehicle for a lot of different causes. Uh, the one that's near and dear to my heart still and has been since 2016 is blood donation and blood collection. We work very closely with the Red Cross. We have this goal of one day raising enough money to buy and outfit a mobile blood unit for the Red Cross. I've seen their units. They are... <laughs> giggity. They are... They are old, dirty, giggity, and gross. Giggity? Man, wow. This is not working. Joey, calm down. Relax, you two. Get your mind's out of the gutter. This one's on you, James. This was a very positive thing that we're working towards here, so we really appreciate the support. We also appreciate the support of Barkeeper's Friend, Abacus, Viva Tia Maria, and and last but not least, we had a last-minute sponsored jump on board uh, and give a donation. So let me please read one more ad for Cox, Beckman, and Goss accounting firm. CBG is a certified public accounting firm based in Indianapolis. They provide a wide range of services to small and medium-sized businesses across multiple industries. Some of those services include tax, audit, accounting, and business consulting. Their team strives to provide their clients with the highest quality of service and solutions while sharing their expertise to help clients focus on their goals when it comes to their finances. For more information or to find out how they can help you, Go to www.cpg.cpa or connect with them on social media at cbg underscore cpa. They Man. do like half the IndyCar group. I wish, I bet Elio wish he knew of them. And, and honestly, yeah, like, like a while. Oh, damn. Wait, hang on. Burn. I probably have to cut that, huh? <laughs> okay, so thank you guys for coming. Thank you, Sun King, for the support. Thanks to all our sponsors Joey Molinaro, Connor Daly, Alexander Rossi. You, I'm James Hinchcliffe, <laughs> Speed Street Podcast, off track with Hinch and Rossi. Thanks for coming out. And let's have a May. Woo!